Welcome back to another episode of the Michael Vincent podcast. I want to talk with you today about one of the most important books I think that exists. It's got so much value, so much wisdom. I mean, someone experiencing what this person experienced, there's so much to be said. And that book is A Man's Search for Meaning. And it's by Viktor Frankl. And I want to read a little part of the preface for you. It's heavy. It's heavy. This is a man who went to the concentration camps in Germany and was a was a prisoner. And he shares what he experienced. And he was one of the few survivors. But I want to talk with you about something that he shared in here. And it starts with... This book has now lived to see nearly 100 printings in English. In addition to having been been published in 21 other languages. And the English editions alone have sold more than 3 million copies. These are the dry facts, and they may well be the reason why reporters of American newspapers, and particularly of American TV stations, more often than not start their interviews after listing these facts by, ex- by exclaiming, Dr. Frankel, your book has become a true bestseller. How do you feel about such a success? Whereupon I react by reporting that in the first place, I do not at all see in the bestseller status of my book an achievement and accomplishment on my part, but rather an expression of the misery of our time. If hundreds of thousands of people reach out for a book whose very title promises to deal with the question of a meaning to life, it must be a question that burns under their fingernails. To be sure, something else may have contributed to the impact of the book. Its second theoretical part, logotherapy in a nutshell, boils down, as it were, to the lesson one may distill from the first part. The autobiographical account experiences in a concentration camp, whereas part one serves as the existential validation of my theories, thus both parts mutually support their credibility. I had none of this in mind when I wrote the book in 1945, and I did so within nine successive days. And with the firm determination that the book should be published anonymously. In fact, the first printing of the original version of the original German version does not show my name on the cover, though at the last moment, just before the book's initial publication, I did finally give in to my friends who had urged me to let it be published with my name at least on the title page. At first, however, it had been written with the absolute conviction that as an anonymous opus, 
it could never earn its author literary fame. I had wanted simply to convey to the reader by way of a concrete example that life holds a potential meaning under any conditions, even the most miserable ones. And I thought that if the point were demonstrated in a situation as extreme as that in a concentration camp, my book might gain a hearing. I therefore felt responsible for writing down what I had gone through, for I thought it might be helpful to people who are prone to despair. And so it is both strange and, more, and remarkable to me that among some dozens of books I have authored, precisely this one, which I had intended to be published anonymously so that I could never build up any reputation on the part of the author, did become a success. Again and again, I therefore admonish my students, both in Europe and in, in America, don't aim at success. The more you aim at it and make it a target, the more you are going to miss it. For success, like happiness, cannot be pursued. It must ensue. And it only does so as the unintended side effect of one's dedication to a cause greater than oneself or as the byproduct of one's surrender to a person other than oneself. Happiness must happen, and the same holds for success. You have to let it happen by not caring about it. I want you to listen to what your conscience commands you to do and go on to carry it out the best of your knowledge. Then you will live to see that in the long run, in the long run, I say, success will follow you precisely because you had forgotten to think of it. It's very interesting that he shares how he planned to write the book anonymously. And he wrote it in nine days. I mean, really think about that. That's incredible. He's sharing his experiences in there. This book is so vast with experience and wisdom. And he just wrote it in nine days. But it's based on the experience that he went through. And it begs the question as to what is the meaning to life? What is the reason we are here? What is the reason you are here? You may know, you may not know. But certainly starting with the question leads to the answer. This is an incredible book. I'd recommend getting it, Man's Search for Meaning. And I like how he shared about how you have to forget about success in order to attain it. There's so much talk about wanting to be there when when this thing happens I'll be happy or when I reach this financial goal I'll be happy or have this job or career or relationship then I'll be happy but the truth is is that there is no different than here when you get that thing that financial goal that relationship that job it's going to be no different than where you are today in terms of a spiritual standpoint. Don't allow the things outside of you to control you. 
or to control how you think and feel because this was a guy in a concentration camp who was subjected to the worst forms of physical and mental torture and he survived and he realized in there that no matter what physical and mental torture I was subjected to no one could cause me to think what I don't want to think and that's why he survived because he realized that he realized that I don't have to conform to these conditions I'm greater than this and it may have taken extreme measures for him to realize that, but it certainly was worth it. And it certainly is a lesson for us all to learn. Because I'm sure you've heard all the stories about billionaires who have committed suicide, who are unhappy. Someone gets the financial goal that they want and they didn't, it wasn't what they thought it was or the car, or the job, or the relationship. And it just puts it into perspective for us to really think of the life that we are living and think of what our purpose is, to find a deeper meaning to this life because all of this is temporary. It's all temporary. We have to make the most of it, and we make the most of it by having a deeper meaning a deeper purpose so that we push through regardless of what's going on outside of us. So just something for you to think about in your day today and really define that for yourself. What is your purpose? What is the meaning to you in your life? Because we all have that. And that's something to search for, to find, to enjoy and to live out and live out your purpose, live out your meaning, find joy in the things that you're doing every single day with the people that you're around because this life is temporary. And the sooner we recognize that, the sooner we start really living it and really enjoying it. So get the book man search for, for meaning by Victor Frankel, and I'll see you next episode.